That's the sound of a day starting out right. I hear it every time my new Toro Z-Master 4000 Zero Turn starts up. With big-time horsepower, giant Voodoo track tires, TurboForce deck, and comforts like MyRide and USB ports, it's fully loaded to mow all day long while delivering that signature Toro cut. From start to finish, this beast means business. Get your Z-Master 4000 today. Toro. Count on it. Introducing the s Podcast channel, your one-stop source for all types of podcasts. We are always on the look for new podcasts to join our channel. If there is any topic you would like to discuss, contact us now. We can be reached on all social media, such as Facebook, Twitter, and or Instagram. You can also contact us by email or leave us a voicemail at 516-570-9248. So make sure to contact us now so you can start your podcast soon. It is Jay. It is it is Friday, right? Yes, it is. It is Friday, um, and I am here alongside with my brother, my partner in crime, Izzy Israel. Izzy, what's going on, dude? Chilling, man. Good weekend coming up. Biggest card of the year for the UFC. Can't wait. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And and just right off Jump Street, just letting everybody know who's listening. Uh, this is not AJ's Weekend Wrestling Podcast. This is a straight-up uh, Izzy and Jay uh, UFC preview show. This is going to – I'm going to take you guys kind of in the in a time machine because it, I don't know if Iz – I mean, I'm sure he knows, but uh, it's been about two years since we've done a Beers and Brawls MMA show, <laughs> which is pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, that was our uh, MMA podcast that we had. Uh, it lasted about four whopping episodes, but um, you classic know, stuff. Uh, all classic they, stuff. All, 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 they were all doozies. Um, you find some crazy stuff in those three to four episodes. Um, <laughs> I think the last MMA podcast that we did, uh, I think it was after um, the McGregor Chad Mendes fight. I want to say I could be off, but uh, I think it was around that fight or after that fight. Um, it was pretty much the rise of Conor McGregor uh, while we were doing our show, and now seeing where he is now, it's so, it's unbelievable. Within a couple of years, this dude has turned himself into a monster superstar. Um, but uh, yeah, technically, we will be previewing UFC 214. Like as he said, is the biggest card of the year so far. On paper, this is one of the better cards they've done uh, in, in a little while. Um, hopefully it, it hopefully it uh, delivers and hopefully all the names remain intact. Um, obviously, it's main evented by John Bones Jones going, trying to get back what he really didn't lose in the octagon, which is mm-hmm. the UFC light heavyweight title going against Daniel Cormier. Co-main evented by Tyron Woodley defending the welterweight championship against dangerous Brazilian jiu-jitsu master Damian Maia. Uh, Chris Cyborg is looking to finally get a UFC title going up against Invicta champion Tanya Evinger, um, the next victim. Um, (laughs) We have probably welterweight title implications here with Robbie Lawler going up against Donald Cowboy Cerrone. Um, We have a light heavyweight bout, Jimmy Manuwa versus Vulcan Ozdemir. Okay. Um, And then got a pretty good preliminary card on both Fight Pass and FXX. 
okay, I guess they couldn't get Fox Sports 1 or they couldn't get FX. They got FXX. <laughs> Whatever. Um, <laughs> like I said, this is technically not a wrestling podcast, but for the first maybe five, ten minutes, we get it later. I, I mean, me and Izzy can't talk without talking some wrestling. Um, so... I got some stuff that I wanted to get Izzy's opinions on because uh, a pay-per-view just passed, which was Battleground, um, and some other little storylines that are happening. And just for a quick couple of minutes, and then we'll get into the the Sean Stasiak of this uh, pod, which is UFC 214. Real quick in rapid-fire succession, I guess, and you you can give however long your opinion. Did you see Battleground? I did not. You did not? No. Okay. I know um, more or less who, like, Jinder and Kali came back, which is cool. So, yeah, I know that much. Yeah, so pretty much the end of that is it took four Indians. I mean, if you count Kali, ten mm-hmm. Indians to uh, to defeat Randy Orton in this uh, Punjabi prison. Um, so Randy's climbing out the cage, and then all of a sudden Jinder's music is playing, and then this gargantuan comes back and uh pretty much chokes randy orton out on the cage allowing gender to escape um i mean a lot of people gave this pay-per-view like shit like Mm. i mean it it was kind it was pretty bad i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna sit here and say it was five stars it was nowhere near um they had a they had a screwy finish with the AJ Styles Kevin Owens match. They had a screwy finish in other ones. The best match of the night was New Day and the Usos with the New Day winning the the SmackDown belts. Um, but overall, that pay per view was kind of eh. I mean, if you want, you can watch it, but you know, it's <laughs> not really a must see. Um, what are your thoughts on Jason Jordan being Kurt Angle's son? Uh, it's stupid. I don't understand why we're doing 1997 type of storylines anymore. Like, it's so so dumb. I don't get it. Who's the black woman that Kurt Angle had sex with to make Jason Jordan? Wasn't he married, you know? <laughs> well, apparently the way they're trying to pull it off is that Kurt Angle got a girl pregnant in college uh. before the Olympics, and uh, apparently he didn't know all about it. The girl kept it secret all this time, gave up Jordan for adoption, and he then he was adopted by by a black family, mm. and uh, and apparently all this time Jordan didn't find out he was adopted till later in life, and then uh, he wanted to seek his biological father, and he ended up finding out that it was Kurt Angle. Um, it's it's wonky. I I don't know if they're trying to do this because they had nothing for for him and Gable to do, so mm-hmm. they split them up. I think it would have been more uh, on point if Gable was Angle's son, right? But you know, whatever. Um, they're gonna try to push Jason Jordan to the moon, being Kurt Angle's son. And for me, it could go one of two ways. It could either go pretty good for Jordan or depending on how good Jordan's character could be, it could go to straight to the toilet bowl. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, Jason Jordan's a good wrestler. He's a big dude, um, amateur wrestler just like Angle. I mean, I guess maybe down the road if they turned Jason Jordan heel and he attacked Angle and then they could have a match, I guess that could be something. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's just, like you said, 
it, it's just weird, man. Um, now this is kind of it's MMA related. Uh, the whole do we know the status of uh, Brock Lesnar UFC return? I heard he was in the USADA uh, testing pool, but UFC is denying it. Are they covering it up? I'm not sure. Um, what are your thoughts on when a Brock Lesnar return could happen? Anytime that the UFC wants. I mean, people forget that the the, the UFC hired USADA. It's not like, you know, USADA is the athletic commission. They're not. They're a separate entity that the UFC hired to, to clean up their sport and to make potential buyers look at them more legitimate. You know, like, oh, they don't have steroids in that sport, so... Let's buy the company. That's why, you know, WEMG, the new company that bought it for $4 billion, was interested because they don't see a bunch of juiced-up fighters anymore, you know, just fighting each other. Now it's, you know, legitimate athletes, and they're, you know, testing all the time, and this, this, and that. But the same way Brock Lesnar got one exemption is the same way Brock Lesnar can get another exemption. If a report comes out tomorrow that says, oh, Brock Lesnar's suspension is up, he's been you know, suspended, his, his suspension was retroactive since he got it, it's been a year already, which has been over a year, um, then it doesn't yeah. make a difference. Um, would I like to see Brock back? Hell yeah, the, the heavyweight division is stale. I think if Brock takes six months with a, with a good camp, I think he could beat anybody. Um, you know, standing is always going to be scary for him, but that wrestling is is, is a next level. Um, you know, Cain Velasquez has his own things. I think, I think that... Cain Velasquez, Brock Lesnar rematch. That ship has sailed, but I wouldn't mind it. But Cain Velasquez really has only been the only kryptonite. I mean, who, you know, he, he lost to Alistair Overeem, but Alistair Overeem was also juiced up too. Who's to say yeah. Brock Lesnar now can't take him down and have his way? Who knows? And Alistair yeah. got rocked by freaking Verdum, you know, the last fight. Um, but I think Brock Brock is always good for the sport. People f- so so quick to forget, man. This Connor 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 crap. But Brock Lesnar was, and st- if he comes back now, would still probably be bigger or just as big as Conor McGregor. He was the it factor. He was the biggest star the UFC has ever had. More than Ronda, Ronda, Ronda more than uh, 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 McGregor. You know, I think McGregor has surpassed that a little bit now. But that's because Brock Lesnar left. And, you know, he's gone. If Brock Lesnar would have been consistent and, and the heavyweight champ, you know, you kidding me? You know, but, um, yeah, man, I mean, the rumor is, you know, Brock and John Jones want to fight each other. I think Jones has to worry about D.C., but we'll get into that once we talk about the card. But, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brock Lesnar's always welcome. I, I, was, de- I was definitely going to jump into Jones and Lesnar. That was, def- you know, a good segue because, I mean... <laughs> Like you said, Jones needs to worry about Cormier. Right. He shouldn't be worried about a guy who is a contracted WWE superstar who could potentially come back. And if they, let's say Jones wins the light heavyweight belt again, which is a good probability. um, And then he decides, I want to do a super fight. Even, I mean, well, he wouldn't fight DC again if he beats him again because that'd be two 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 in a row. Um, So let's say he gets one more defense of the title and he goes okay let's say brock is back by then and they set up a super fight now we're doing fantasy booking here how does a fight between let's say a 225 pound john jones and as a fight night because you know brock gains that weight back in one night let's say a 285 pound brock lesnar how does that fight go 
Listen, man, if Alexander Gustafson could take down Brock, uh, uh, John Jones and Alexander is not a wrestler, I, I, I find it very hard for John Jones' first fight at heavyweight to fight the biggest heavyweight. I tell you this, yeah. if, if, it's, if this might sound crazy, but if it's John Jones against Stipe, John Jones has a way better shot, and I would probably pick John Jones against Stipe because Stipe is primarily a boxer. I have, you know, he punches. He's a he's yeah. a striker, and I think John Jones is much faster. You know, he he has he's more dynamic. Um, but that chin has never been tested by a heavyweight. I think that fight with Brock Lesnar would take him to the cage, and he will wrestle hump him for three or five straight rounds. And if Brock yeah. Lesnar gasses out, then it's a different story. But I, Brock Lesnar really he what well, he's fought. I think the most rounds he's done is three, if I'm not mistaken, against Heath Herring where he went to decision. I don't think he's ever, you know. Um, really, I, yeah, I mean he took Heath Herring to three. He mauled Frank Mir in two. So I mean, you know, I mean every fight that he's had that he's won, it's either been first, second. Wait a minute, no. What round did he beat Randy for the belt? It's got to be two, I think, two or three. Two or three. I know uh, he went a couple of rounds with Randy before taking him out. He took Heath Herring all the way, but he punished them all three rounds. Right. That was a beating. Yeah, he beat the crap he, reti- he retired him after yep. that fight. Um, but yeah, he hasn't gone a full five. He's never had to. Yeah, <laughs> he's true. either been knocked out. You know what? No, Shane Carwin was second round too because Shane mm-hmm. gassed out after the first. Exactly. The fights that he's won and lost have been in the first couple of rounds. Yeah, so. Overeem got rid of him, I think, in the first. Yeah, in the first round, Kane, I think it was in the first round. Um, first round, he beat. Overeem Kane. was the first round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, I mean, but the thing is, John Jones has never been punished in That's his what I'm life. Saying. He's never been the guy. I mean, who's b- b- been besides, dominated. besides, like you said, Gustafson, but that was on the feet, right? Yeah, I mean, he hasn't had that Goliath yeah, on no. top of him. And the guy who was yeah, and the guy who was supposed to do it with the credentials was Cormier, but Cormier is half the size of Brock, so yeah, it'll be interesting, man. If that if that were to happen, that would be. I I don't see. I will talk about it when we get into the Jones card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't see John Jones hurting Brock on the feet with his hands. No, 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 no. John Jones isn't a knockout artist. Rumble Johnson would have a better fight. Oh yeah, I'm saying that'd be crazy. But, but the thing is, Rumble wilts, so right. Brock gets that guy down. And he that can't wolf. wrestle, so well he can <laughs> wrestle, but he's not, you know, an elite. An he doesn't elite use wrestler. it, right? Right. He's not an elite. Like, wrestler. He's like Rampage when Rampage yeah. got into the UFC. He never used his wrestling, Nothing. and this was a dude reverse. that was power bombing people. Yeah, they use it to stay on their feet and knock dudes out. Yeah, but um, but, okay. So before we get into this card. There's one subject I wanted to ask you about that's totally off subject. It's like it's not even in the same universe. LeBron James and Kyrie Irving. Oh, we doing that? All right, (laughs) that sounds good. (laughs) I've been listening, dude. I've been hearing. I've been listening to Undisputed. I've been listening to First Take. I've been listening to these dudes all week long talk about LeBron and Kyrie. And and I was like, I gotta I gotta ask you about this. What are your thoughts? I mean, when I heard the news last week that Kyrie wanted out, I was like, that's a shock. No mm-hmm. one has ever mm-hmm. left LeBron before. Everybody wants to jump on the LeBron ship. No right. one has ever left right. him. Right. Right. Now for Kyrie, who is the second he's the right hand, he's the second dude, you know, he's the second man. 
what are your thoughts on that? Like, he would rather play for the Knicks than play with LeBron. I, honestly, I'm not a LeBron fan at all. But you know me. I know basketball in and out. Like, that's my that's my sport. I think Kyrie leaving LeBron and going to a team like the Knicks he will immediately regret his decision unless he's oh. a stupid basketball unless he's a stupid person who doesn't care about winning uh, or, or, or things like he if if he Kyrie doesn't understand or maybe he does understand or or, or you know the consensus is oh Kyrie's great he's this Kyrie is is great he's he's good he's I don't think he's great but he's he's really good he's a star yeah but when you play with somebody as good as LeBron James the scoring comes so much easier for you. It's not. Yes. Do you do the people game plan specifically for LeBron James that Kyrie? Of course, he's going to average twenty five a game. If you put a, a a guy with any with you know who can score sort of, and they play with another scorer, their points are going to not even another scorer. Another there's nobody like LeBron James. Period. There's nobody that. In the league that you have to game plan that much for him or Curry are the two most dangerous guys and Westbrook, but Westbrook is another you know another nut. He's another case. I think yeah. Kyrie his numbers will probably drop because he's not he's not a guy that's how do I say he's not explosive like Westbrook. Westbrook is wants no. to jump down your throat. Kyrie Irving has yeah. to dribble thirty times to get a basket or get a pick and roll and get a basket. He cannot necessarily. All they're gonna do is crash on him every time. If he goes to the Knicks, they're gonna crash on him, and who he's gonna kick it out to? His game is gonna suffer dramatically. So if he's that selfish yeah. of a person to think that he's that good, he is good, but to think that he's that good to lead a team, you know, like to be an Allen Iverson, it's not happening, bro. You're not Allen Iverson. That that the day. Well, that's of, why his his first his first choice was San Antonio. He's not that stupid. But he like won't even he be the said, man over there. He's not better than Kawhi. No. No, like he he won't no. even be the man over there. So what's the point? Just stay with LeBron. You're in the East. Go to the finals every yeah. year. Are you are you stupid? You're still averaging 25 points a game. You know you averaged more shots per game than LeBron James. So what are you complaining about? You know when it came to the clutch moments, knock on LeBron James. Kyrie was the guy last year, Game yeah. Seven. He hit the one of the biggest shots in Finals history. Riding, right you know they gave him the ball. I don't, it, it's, you know, these finals, Kyrie Irving had huge games. It's not like it's LeBron's show. It's not. Kyrie Irving is just as responsible, not just as, but he, he plays just, he plays a bigger, as big a part as LeBron does. It, it, it's, Kyrie is not that good, man. He's, he's, he's a great scorer, but that's as far as it goes for me. As far as I'm, that's as far as it goes. I don't, I don't think he's. He's, you know, he's he's Steve Francis. He's a little better than Steve Francis. He's a little better than Stefan Marbury. That's it. You know, those yeah, people. Yeah, he's, def- he's definitely interchangeable. And yeah, the thing is. Yeah, yeah. People forget he's Gilbert Arenas, bro. Like, And Gilbert was better than Kyrie Irving to me. Like, you know, he's one of those players. He's not going to change anything. He's just going to go in there, average 25 or 27, and that's going to be the end of that. Tracy McGrady, one of my favorite players of all time, didn't change anything when he went to a team nothing he played with Yao Ming they never made it out the first round in Orlando never made it out the first round because he could just score the basketball that is it Mm -hmm. you want to try that doesn't make it doesn't make anyone better Carmelo Anthony's most successful year is when he played with a complete team Chauncey Billups Kenyon Martin J.R. Smith uh, uh, Marcus Camby they were loaded and they went all the way to the conference finals what has Carmelo done since then nothing 
Nothing. You know, he's, he's just a scorer. That's all they could do. It's, it's, guys who can just, just score need somebody else that can score so they can score more, if that makes sense. If, you know. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You, now you got to worry about yeah, more than one like person. Like you said, the, the opportunities will be more for open shots. And, you know, and so, you know. It's Why do you just, think Golden State is so crazy. damn good? You got the three. You got the top. You got three of the top five shooters in the whole league on your team. You got four All Stars yeah, on your team. All of them are capable of giving you thirty points. You got two players, no, three players that can give you anywhere from twenty to fifty, sixty points in Clay, uh, uh, Curry, and, and and Durant. Who do you guard? You, you know how easy it is yeah. for those dudes. You know, and pick mm-hmm. up basketball. If you're running with the best five, your work becomes so much easier. You're so much open. Kyrie has no idea. He's not a point guard, and he's six foot one, six foot two. He's his career is gonna suffer, man. You know, but whatever. I, you know, I'm not I mean, a LeBron the, guy, but the, gra- the grass is, is not logic. always greener on the other no, side, and depending not. on it's where not. they send them, because they signed Derrick Rose just mm-hmm. just to say, look, dude, you know. Derrick Rose, who's injury prone, scored 18 points a game last exactly. year. We could do well. We could do exactly. fine with that with exactly. LeBron James on this team. Exactly. If they can get 60 games out of Derrick Rose, they'll be fine. Hey, bro, if they'll I'm Kyrie, totally I'm like, oh snap, we got Derrick Rose, another ball handler, somebody else that can push the ball. I'm even more open. Derrick Rose, all he has to do yep. is crash, drive down the middle because he plays 100 miles an hour and kick it out to me, yep. and I'm wide open for a jump shot. It, it, it's I don't get I don't get it, man. That the days Derrick Rose is a significant upgrade from Darren Williams. Or who did of a Dover, like come on, man. Listen, yeah. I'm the biggest yeah. Kobe Bryant fan, you know. Or that anybody who knows me knows I love Kobe Bryant. When Kobe Bryant made Shaq leave, look at how Kobe suffered. Suffered. Yep. Yes, he was he was killing, going crazy. But guess what? The only time Kobe rated back to the playoffs is when he had Pau Gasol on his team and when he had Lamar Odom on his team. Yes, he needed yep. those guys. Granted, Kobe is not just a scorer, but he was just a scorer during that stretch. When Kobe decided to become a leader and decided to defer and decided to teach and not just score, even in, you yep. know, you watch his documentary on, on Showtime, he said it himself. It's, it, you, can't, you can't just score. That's not the league anymore. You know, those guys, are uh, that's over for. The, the Allen Iversons, yep. that's over for. And Allen Iverson did it at a level that I've never, that, that 76ers team is the worst NBA team to go to the finals if you don't believe me just pick them in 2k and see and see what you do and you listen, and you somehow listen, I, listen I he got hurt <laughs> and you won the game hey hey hi hi mito if you I'm, I'm gonna tag you when i post this so you can listen to at least this part of the cast i picked that 76ers team that i was a huge fan of and as he right. can tell you I was rooting for them hard against the Lakers, even though they ran into a buzzsaw. There was yeah, no way they were beating yeah, Kobe luck. and Shaq. But I lost Allen Iverson in the second quarter. Mm-hmm. And I was hitting shots with Eric Snow. Aaron I McKee. Aaron McKee. Jermaine Jones. Tyrone so Hill. Nasty. I was hitting shots was with Matumbo. Todd, Todd McCullough. I was hitting T-Mac, shots with T-Mac. Todd McCullough. <laughs> but yeah, so that was gross. a horrible team. But it was all Allen Iverson. It was literally all that six foot one or six foot guard. Barely, uh, man. Maybe, I think uh, you're taller than. Eight. I think you're the same size, the same height as Allen Iverson, man. I don't think could, he's could, could be. He, he's probably five ten, five eleven. Yeah, and just pure heart, man. That's all the dude had. And it, uh, and the thing is, 
there's rumors going around they could send Kyrie to Phoenix. I would send for, him to for Eric to the Bledsoe and, and some other dudes. Uh, I would send him to yeah. the asshole of the NBA. Just here, go, go play with the, the the worst. Go to Sacramento. Go to freaking. No, send him to the Seventy Sixes, bro. So, yeah, send him to to freaking Brooklyn or something. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, you know what? I feel I I actually am happy for Brook Lopez that he's in L.A. I, I'm happy about that. Yeah, I'm happy about that too, man. That dude killed himself for that horrible team for ten years. He's gonna do well this year too. And, I, and I'm a net fan. I, I, but damn, we suck balls, man. Um, Hopefully, oh, you got a roof for D'Angelo Russell, man. Hopefully, he pans out. He's good, you know. But we'll see. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll see about that. Um, but oh, speaking of AI, real quick, and we're gonna get into the card right now. I swear. Um, what do you think of the big three? You know what, man? Um, it's not whack. Like it, it's 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 cool. Like I can see it getting better. Like I can see next year more dudes. You know that we would want to see in it. I think the games the games are competitive. That's number one. Those guys are really playing hard. Um, oh, I don't, yeah. I don't like the four point shot. I think that's a little wonky, but aside from that, man, it's cool. You know, I think it's, I think it's cool. You know, I think, um, like I said, the competition will only get better. And it's, and this being that it's only the first year, you know, I think it's cool. Yeah. It's, it's summer basketball, man. You know, it's, it's, you can watch it. I put it on the DVR. If, it, if it's getting whacked and I just forward it a little bit and watch certain games, you know, there's certain guys that, you know, that I used to love. Uh, Rashad McCants is in that joint. And I yeah, think you were a fan of that. <laughs> He's such a bum. I was such a Rashad McCants <laughs> fan. yo. <laughs> and uh, Matt's boy, Eddie Robinson is in that league. So it's cool, oh, man. Yeah. It's kind of nostalgic to see these guys. And it's like, oh, snap, bro, I remember this dude. Have, like, old school dudes, like yeah. Sharif Abdul-Raouf. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. His, his, with his gray beard, and yeah. he's still killing. Catino Mobley, like, all gray. And it's, uh, yeah, it's man, dope, Corey McGetty's out there, freaking Steven Jackson. Jerome Williams is getting the most the playing time he's ever had in his career. <laughs> that is true. Freaking Brian Scalabrini is just hitting threes and stuff. It's fun, man. Yo, it's a cool thing. Mike Bibby's out there. And, yeah. yo, a lot of these guys, I mean, bro, like, they can still play in the they, league. That's man. the thing. Like, that shows you how hard the NBA is because these dudes are doing work, and they can't even make it anymore in the they, league. So, imagine. They can't. It's crazy. Can't. What? Who's that guy that his last name is Owens? Who is that? Andre Owens, I think. I think he kind of played in and out of the league. But he's he's killing in the, the big three. But he, he never, is. That's he what never, I'm saying. He never sniffed. He never sniffed the NBA. Yeah, I was about to say this dude is probably a college guy or, or a street baller because yeah, I was like, no, I've no. never heard of this dude in the NBA, and I've been watching for a while. I mean, we grew up mm-hmm. watching games. And I don't remember no Andre Owens. Definitely not. Yeah, you know I mean, the only Owens I know is Kevin Owens, and he ain't in the league either. <laughs> right. So you know, so I was like, who is this dude? Uh, but yeah, like you said, who knows? Maybe next year we can see Kobe. We can see probably, Somebody, like, if yeah, Jason Kidd ain't coaching, we could probably see Jay Kidd out there. Like, you know, we could see some good nostalgia. You know, maybe Shaq could come out and play a little bit. Like, it'll be cool, man. Well, uh, that's Ice Cube's joint, right? He hooked that up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he hooked that up. You know what's funny, too? Um, every time I see the, the, the court side, like, I look at the front. You you know, if you notice, um, remember Stanley from, from Friday? Stanley, keep off, yeah, keep yeah, off yeah. my grass. Keep off that dude that they robbed him. 
Yeah. He's, he's always in the front. So I'm like, why is this dude there? So I Googled him. That's Ice Cube's first cousin. Stanley? Yeah, Stanley, man. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's Q's first cousin, Stay man. Stay off my freaking grass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that dude. <laughs> and he's always in a suit and tie. I'm like, bro, it's the big three. Yo. Relax. It's a lot. Yeah, I guess he's living. He's probably just living the gimmick or yeah, something. Or maybe he's a producer or something. Maybe. Cause, that's funny. Yeah, man. but that's hilarious, bro. You learn something new every day. My man, man Stanley. My man Stanley. <laughs> Stanley. Oh, man. All right, so... Let's get into this shindig right here, this card. Yes, MMA fans, I know. We're about like 20 minutes, 30 minutes in, but now we get into MMA. Yeah, that's how we do. We Sean talk. Stasiak, we man. talk shit. Stasiak, <laughs> so, man. let's see here. We're going to get, I'll get into the, the whole card right here. There's the preliminary card on UFC Fight Pass. It's a lightweight bout. You got Josh Berkman going up against Drew Dober. You got there? Do you, do you know who Drew Dober is? I, I'm familiar with the name, but I, I I'd be lying if I said that I knew who he was. Um, I'm gonna go with Berkman. I mean, he's a legend, so you got yeah. Him. He got that. He got that. Ten losses in there. He got that. Uh, he's close. <laughs> he's seventeen and eight. So oh, there we go. He's close. He's yeah, legend. I'll go with Berkman just for the mere fact that yeah. I've never seen Drew Dober before. Exactly. Um. We have a flyweight bout between Eric Shelton and Jared Brooks. You know anything about these guys? I like Eric Shelton. He was on the Ultimate Fighter. He's he's got like a little bit of Anthony Pettis in him. He's got that type okay. of style. Um but he's I like him. He's fun to watch. Um Jared Brooks, his nickname is apparently the Monkey God. So I don't know what that means. He's undefeated though. He's a stocky dude. I I, I just I think this is his debut, actually, so I'm I'm okay. gonna go, I'm gonna go with Shelton. Your debut is 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 always tough. Yeah, yeah. All right, that sounds about right. We have we know these two women. We have Kaylin Curran going up against the undefeated Alexandra Albu. Both these girls are hot. That's first first off the off the rip. Um, that is true. I follow Kaylin on on IG. I think she's fantastic. Um, not as a fighter, she's pretty sus. Her record is four and four, so that's always rough. Yeah, yeah she's pretty rough. That record um, is pretty rough. It's pretty salty. Um, I wish she would win, but <laughs> if I had to put money on it, I'm going with the six and zero Jessica Alba. I mean, and she's jacked too. You saw her the way, and she's shredded. Yeah, she's she's ripped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'll go with Alexandra Alba as well. I mean, you know. And in the looks department too, yeah. Yeah, put yeah, her, yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. If if you if you're listening, just Google Alexandra Albu, and the last yeah. name is A L B U, and you'll see what we're talking about. I mean, they're both lookers, but Alexandra got the body. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that is that preliminary. That's the main event for the fight pass preliminary card. Now we go to the preliminary preliminary card in the FXX channel which is obviously a Fox affiliate. Um, we got a featherweight bout between Calvin Qatar or Catter and Andre Touchy Feely. I'm never going to go for a guy whose moniker is Touchy. Um, <laughs> I don't know who <laughs> I don't know who Calvin Qatar is, but I'm going off of him by default <laughs> and Feely's uh, I think he's eight um, alpha male, so we're not we're not doing that. Oh. Yeah, yeah team no, alpha male. No, uh, yeah. So. 
Can't do it. Yeah, so I'll go with uh with Qatar. Yeah, yeah, yeah Qatar. Yeah. Uh, we have a featherweight bout between Brian Ortega and Renato Morcano. I'm not gonna lie and say I know who Renato Morcano is, but I do know who Brian Ortega is, and I know he's nasty, nasty yes. jiu-jitsu. Um, just as a matter of fact, I do know who Morcano is. He beat. Um, Jeremy Stevens by split decision. He's actually nasty too. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's actually that was his first fight in the UFC too. Um, he's undefeated. He's actually nasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, tough fight. And Brian Ortega hasn't fought in a in a in a while. He as as a matter of fact, remember when we went camping and we went to Buffalo Wild Wings that year? That he he, he beat fought, he fought that night. He beat uh, Clay Guida by stoppage. Wow. Oh, so wow. it's been that long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was um when Bisping won the belt and you know that yeah. was that was last that's that was last year. That's when they announced uh, the Brock return for of Brock. UFC 200. Yeah, so coming off a year layoff, this guy just beat Jeremy Stevens, who's a monster. I'm gonna go with with the Brazilian in that one actually. Renato Mercado. Yeah, I I'll, I'll go with him for sure. All right, that sounds good. That sounds good. Now we're getting into some fights where we're like, all right, mm-hmm. here we go. Mm-hmm. We got a catch weight, 140 pounds. Uh, Aljamain Sterling versus former uh, bantamweight champion, right, or or featherweight uh, bantamweight champion. So he, uh, Hannon Burrell, that he was the bantamweight champion, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He um, beat Uriah twice. Um, this is when Dominic Cruz got injured. Um, he definitely beat yeah. Uriah. He beat um, Eddie Wineland. I want to. I think he beat Eddie. Was it? Yeah, he beat Eddie Wineland. Um, he he was a monster. He was definitely a beast. Then and then he, he ran into, into yeah, yeah. and that changed his life. <laughs> so yeah, man. Um, Aljamain Sterling is a dude that's coming up, and he's doing. He's been doing big things so far. So, uh, but he's running into he's running into real competition here with with the former champion. How do you see this one going? Tough man. Um, it's pretty dope. The Aljo. I live in Long Island now. I'm from the Bronx. You know, let's not get crazy. I'm. I'm still. I still got the hood in me. But um, I'm in Long Island now, and uh, the Weidman camp is is literally 15 minutes from here. So these guys are like right up the block, and uh, they train. You know, out of here. Um, Aljo is. He's 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 lost. Aljo is good. I think he's really good. He's young, but every time he's fought. You know, stiff competition. Pause. He's lost. Like he lost to Brian Calloway in a in a. He never. He's never clearly lost. I'll give him that. Both his losses have been uh, by split decision. He lost to a Sunsal and Calloway. Um, both you know kind of controversial, except for the Sunsal fight. I thought the Sunsal won that clearly. I think Burrell. Yeah. You know, he's gonna be. He might be too too much too much for him. People sleep on Burrell because because he you know he has some tough losses. He went up to um, featherweight and fought Jeremy Stevens. That was a failed experiment, but he didn't get knocked out by Stevens, which was an accomplishment in itself. Being the smaller guy and, and going up in weight, I'm, I'm gonna go with Burrell, man. I love I love Henning Burrell. Nothing against Aljo. I like I like Sterling a lot, but I'm, I'm gonna go with Burrell, man. I want to see him, you know, come back and and possibly get that, you know, fight Dominic Cruz or something like that, you know, for a number one contender fight. Well, something interesting like that would be dope. But is is Burrell gonna go back and stay at bantamweight, or or is he? Yeah, still he dropped back do down. He dropped back down. He dropped back down to one thirty five. So he's back in the mm, weight. I, I, 
after walking into Stevens, he was like, nah. Yeah, went no, back there. too big. <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah, yeah, I, I'd say that too, man. I, I would like to see the the Hen and Burrell of, of, of like three or four years ago, the dude mm-hmm. that was just, he was just like Aldo. He was just running through people. I, I want to see that Burrell again, you know. Monster. Um the main event of the FXX card is uh, the buddy, the buddy, the bu- <laughs> <laughs> the bully, Ricardo Lamas, going up against Jason Knight, which is uh, funny because Jason Knight is the same name as Jason Knight from ECW, the sexiest man on earth. <laughs> Look at how wrestling comes, just ties in. <laughs> Ricardo Lamas versus Jason from ECW. <laughs> That's funny. Um, Lamas is a tough dude, um, but Jason Knight is is tough as well. I think it might be too much too soon for Jason Knight. I mean, Jason Knight does have some good wins. He beat Daniel Hooker. He choked out uh, Bruce Leroy. And his last fight, he beat uh, Chad Skelly, who's legit too. But Ricardo Lamas is uh, – he's he can crack, man. And Jason Knight likes to throw. And I don't think – I don't think Lamas is the guy you want to throw – throw with and he's got a mean guillotine like he yeah you know he's coming off a a win against charles Oliveira. you know submission win against charles Oliveira, which is crazy that's 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 crazy and you know i'm I'm gonna have to go with llamas man llamas is llamas is a beast man he's slept on because you know every you know he's lost some big fights but um i'm I'm gonna go with llamas man and i like that but i I think it's too much too soon for the kid yeah, whenever you know, it, it's it's rare that when they send some of these young killers up against these established monsters, is rare that the it's almost rare that the young gunner really takes out the because mm-hmm. Lamas is still young even though yeah, he's a veteran. So yeah, it's yeah. like it, the key example is when they had a um, this kid fight uh, Yair fight Frankie. Oh that, that's a key that example. Was, what are we doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, too much, too soon, man. Like, Key example too of much something like that. Soon. Too much too soon. <laughs> yeah. You slow now and you're that, young. There was no need for that. That, that, that They were just yeah. trying to fast track him to the title, honestly. But no. Yeah. no. Frankie said, nope, not today. And look, Frankie finally gets the title shot. So, <laughs> no, no, no. Frankie got – who Frankie? Frankie's going he's against – fighting Max uh, uh, Holloway, finally. All right. Yeah, that should be good. 145 belt, finally, again. Anybody Again. not anybody not named Aldo, he can be. Yeah, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, everybody just has that one guy, that I guess. One guy, yeah. But you know, now, I'll definitely go. The Lama. main main card on pay per view, first fight, number I think he's ranked number three for light heavyweight. I could be off, but uh, Jimmy Manua going up against ranked number five, which caught me off guard because I haven't really seen much of this dude, Volkan Ozdemir. All right, Volkan is a guy who debuted on short notice against um, OSP, and he basically smoked him. He beat him handily. Um, not a, not a. He didn't stop him, but he beat him. He he looked great on the feet. I mean, OSP yeah. had nothing for him. Um, and then he fought um, another ranked guy, young. A younger guy, but the guy was still ranked. He was ranked like number twelve. Uh, Misha Serkinov. I don't know if you know. He's like a jacked. Oh, okay. Yeah, big jacked guy, and he he knocked him out in 20, 20 something seconds. 
Like he ran right through him. Volcan is legit. He's nasty. Like he can fight, but he likes to but exchange. Is he, but is he? But is he number five? That's light heavyweight. Light heavyweight is so thin, man. Like the the bigger yeah. divisions are are so thin, bro. Like it's crazy. And I mean, I don't know. I I, I don't know. I gotta pull up the 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 rankings to be honest, because I don't know. I don't know who's who's what. Like. Yeah, I would assume because I think from what I saw at the weigh-ins, because that's because they show their ranking under their name. Mm. I believe Manu was number three. You know and what, of man? Course, <laughs> you know what, man? What? He might as well be the number five. This light heavyweight division is very thin. Yeah, just read off the top ten. All right, obviously the champ, Daniel Cormier. You got John Jones, number one, Gustafson, number two, Manoa, number three, Glover, number four, Volcan, number five. You got Shogun, number six. He's still top ten. No, yes. Shogun. Corey, wow. a- Corey Anderson, Ovin St. Preux, Misha Serkinov, Elir Latifi. You got Little Nog ranked. Uh, Patrick wow. Cummins. You got some guy named Tyson Pedro, John Vellante, and some guy who's who I can't pronounce not one second of his name. There's nothing. <laughs> I don't know what his name is. So yeah, wow. that light heavyweight ranking might that light heavyweight might be the thinnest division in the UFC. To be honest. Yeah, I mean it is far way gone from. Oh yeah, yeah, the rampage days and and Chuck Liddell, yeah, yeah, Tito yeah, Ortiz, no. Rampage Jackson, not in day, not in like Rich Franklin. Oh wow, it's crazy. Wow. Yeah. All right. Fine. Volcans number five. Fuck it. <laughs> but in terms of this particular fight, obviously Jimmy Manuwa is a hard hitter. He's really good on the feet. I forget how his grappling skills are, but but you know he's been, you know he's been knocking people out. Mm-hmm. But you know how does how does is this another case of too much too soon, or is Manuwa not in that elite company yet? Manoa knocked out, you know, Corey Anderson and OSP. They got the one common opponent these two guys have is OSP. Manoa slumped them, and uh, Volkan, you know, he went toe to toe and and got the better of him. But I don't know. I think I don't know what the, the uh, Volkan's ground game is. But if it stays on the feet, man, Jimmy Manoa is. He hits really hard, and he's an elite. You know, he he's an elite striker at two hundred five. There's not too many strikers at two hundred five that period in the weight class. But I think he's he's legit, man. He's only got two losses, and those two are to Gustafson and Rumble Johnson. So it's not like you know he's lost to bums. But yeah. um, you know, uh, uh, he's and beat. you figure and, and you figure with Rumble Johnson retired for now, right? Um, you figure he wins this fight against Volcan. You yeah. figure a rematch with with uh, with Gustafson to the lead to number one contendership. You figure, right? Um, I, unless they want to throw Glover in that mix, which I I would like to see Glover Manoa. And I think I think Gustafson is coming off a win, two wins in a row, and he smoked yeah. Glover. He smoked Glover, knocked him out. So I think I honestly think because they're all about money fights. If John Jones yeah. John Jones wins. They're gonna give him. They're gonna do that rematch, which would be the most anticipated rematch at two hundred five since you know Cormier Jones. 
And I think Gustafson Jones rematch would be more anticipated because the argument is, and I still hold this to this day, Gustafson won that first fight. But that's a podcast yeah. for another day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Enough yeah, enough. Going back to Glover, you know who he reminds me of, and I, I and I think it's the same person, just with a different name. Do you remember Vladimir Matushenko? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the dude that uh, Tito Ortiz beat down and John Jones beat mm-hmm. down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> I can see that. The, the, the janitor. That was his name. The janitor, Vladimir Matushenko. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they, and then, like you said, he he got killed by Jones, and, and it's funny because after he lost to Jones, he went on like a five yeah, or six. He was running. Extreme. He was old too. Like he was in his forties. No, he was a uh, bro. He was hit. And fifty, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was a fossil, bro. <laughs> he was old, man. But, but he—that's what Glover reminds me of. Glover looks old, mm-hmm. but he's only—I don't know how old Glover is. Maybe 38, 39 mm-hmm, years mm-hmm. old. But he looks like he's fifty. Those—he looks like he doesn't belong in there until no. he hits you and knocks the ass mm-hmm. out. Yeah, I mean, but uh, I feel—you know how we've gave that example before that Cain Velasquez is the best bum in the business, right? I think. Glover Teixeira, just just by like what Skip Bayless says, just by my eye test, I feel like Glover Teixeira is the bummiest number four in in any division. Yeah, because he, he just got that power. Man. Yeah, he's skillful. He got a, he got power and he can knock your ass out. And he's, decent, and he's a decent wrestler. But when he faces those guys like a Jones or a Gustafson, he gets smoked. Mm-hmm. Like he's not. Hello. Yep. Yep. I think I think we lost them guys. Um, yep. You you lost me? Yeah, you you cut out for a few seconds, like three, four, five seconds. Oh really? Yeah. Oh okay. You say he no, gets smoked pretty, and then it went out. I was pretty out. much just wait, just what was the last thing you heard? That he gets smoked. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, he's never going to be on that elite level because I feel like he'll just be a gatekeeper at 205 until he hits 50 years old and then he's out of there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but but he's not on this card, so, so whatever's right, wrong. Right, really um, <laughs> the next fight is Sutton. This is going to be Sutton. Former welterweight champion... The ruthless one himself, Robbie Lawler, going up against the man that will fight anybody at any time. I'm just mad this ain't a five-rounder, man. I wish this was for five rounds. Um, (laughs) They're both coming off losses, um, bad losses at that. You know, Cowboy um, got smoked. Yo? Yeah. Yo? Yo? Yo. 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 You hear me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I hear you. Cool, cool, cool. All right, good. Um, yeah, they're both coming off losses. Um, Cowboy lost to Masvidal, got smoked by Masvidal. And Lawler obviously lost his belt to Woodley, who's fighting later, and got smoked by Woodley. Um, Cerrone, you there? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Cerrone, I like Cerrone. I'm, li- I'm, I'm, li- I'm listening to uh, your expert analysis. <laughs> to my Skip Bayless, uh, Shannon Sharp-like <laughs> analysis. Um, 
<laughs> Cerrone, when he loses, he loses big. Um, yeah. And he tends to lose big fights. And I think this is a big fight. And I think Robbie Lawler <laughs> knows this is a big fight. And Robbie Lawler kind of rises. I think Tyron Woodley caught Robbie Lawler at a great time because Robbie Lawler came off of, you know, four, three straight wars. He fought Johnny Hendricks. He fought Rory McDonald, which was a bloodbath. And then he fights yep. Carlos Condit, which was another war, like three straight wars yeah. back yeah. to back to back. And I think Tyron Woodley's timing was perfect. He came in. He, he seized the opportunity, knocked him out quick. I don't know if that fight goes – I don't know if they fight 10 times, who wins 10 times. But I don't think if – I think if Robbie Lawler um, didn't have those wars, I, c- I can almost guarantee that fight doesn't end that way. Um, yeah. Or that quick, rather. I could see Woodley knocking out Robbie. It's happened – you know, Woodley's uh, – Robbie's been knocked out before. You know, it's not like he's, his, he's, his chin is untouchable, even though his chin is, you know, remarkable. But Tyron Woodley yeah. is, is that – he hits that hard. He's that athletic. You know, so it's it's a mixture of things. But I mean, this is a guy also who got knocked out by Nick Diaz. Right. With a tap. With a really, really baby little pink, you know, a little tappy it, it, tap. It might as well have been a Stockton slap. Right. That's probably what it was. We just weren't paying attention to it. <laughs> but, um, you know, that's the last time he's been uh, knocked out, you know, so... I don't know. I, I mean, but what? But what? Also, at, at his age, what does that do to someone like Robbie Lawler when you haven't been knocked out for all those years, and then you finally get your clock cleaned? Right. How does that? As we know, even though Robbie Lawler is a freaking warrior, he's mm-hmm. a freaking zombie. You Monster. know what I mean? He's yeah, like yeah. Chris Lieben type that you can right. kill him and with he'll skills. just come back. And, he's yeah, Chris yeah, Lieben yeah. with skills. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what does that do to a fighter's psyche, especially later in their career when now that button looks like it can get pushed a little bit easier, um, especially with someone like Cerrone who can catch you with his feet, he can catch you with his hands. You know, he's talented on the feet. He's If he's on point, he's a beast. No, one, no, one, no one's stopping Cowboy right. when he's on point. When he's sharp. It's it's kind of like that Vitor Belfort mentality. What Vitor shows up, it's kind of mm-hmm. like Cowboy. Like you said, he seems to wilt under pressure, under big fights. Every title fight he's had, he's wilted. Everyone. Every main event he's had, he's you know gotten taken apart. Mm-hmm. He got taken apart by Nate Diaz. Smoked. He got taken apart by Masvidal. Uh, 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 Dos Santos ran through him. You know, oh, Ben yeah. Henderson. You know, you can name it. I mean. Anthony Pettis kicked him in the gut and it was mm-hmm. over. That you know what I mean? It. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. So he's had some ugly losses, like pitiful losses for someone who, when he's on point, is elite. Mm-hmm. But he's going up against a dude now who who's a killer for the most part. Robbie Lawler is a monster when, he, want, when yeah. he wants to turn it on. Yeah, yeah. This is a dude that said he wants to take Conor McGregor's soul. <laughs> like, like... Like this dude is he's 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 out there. His mm-hmm. his brain is mm-hmm. a little bit out. He's out there, and he's in the cage looking to kill your ass. So mm-hmm. I mean, looking at skill sets on the feet, I give the 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 slight edge to to cowboy. Right. But in terms of killer instinct and heart, I, 
and Hart, I, I'm gonna have to give this. I'm gonna have to give the slight edge to Lola, mm-hmm. um, especially if it becomes a dogfight. Because yeah, you could be all technical all you want, but when this dude is raining on you, you you have no time to be technical. You gotta fight and protect yourself. Yep. So I, I say Robbie Lola TKOs him. To be honest with you, maybe I, in the second or third round. I can see, I, and people forget Robbie Lola can wrestle. He grew up in a military camp. He grew mm-hmm. up around Matt Hughes, training with Matt Hughes, who's, you know, the second greatest 170-pound champion of all time. Yep. Um, he grew up with monsters, with animals. Not to say that that Cerrone, because Cerrone comes from probably the best camp in MMA, Jackson. But yep. um, I love Cowboy. Love Cowboy. But um, I've always been, not all, I, I can't say always, because Robbie, when Robbie Lola was young, he was a dickhead. But once he matured yeah. himself and and went to ATT and, you know, he was a strike force and, you know, just murking guys. Mm-hmm. And he didn't say anything, anything at all. His press conferences were terrible because he's just so, you know, serial killer. I'm going to kill him. I'm going to take his soul. That, I was like, this dude just wants to murder people. And I love it. And, you know, <laughs> and he comes and then he comes back to the UFC, man, and people, you know, counted him out, and he smokes Koscheck, and he wins the freaking yeah. title, man. So it's 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 a great comeback story, and he's only oh, thirty five. It's an amazing comeback story because yeah. he got beat by Melvin Manhoof, yeah, yeah, yeah. or did he? Well, beat he Melvin he Manhoof? was getting the shit kicked out of him literally, and then he caught him in one shot and knocked him out. But he got choked out by. Uh, uh, Jake Shields, and then he went up Jake to 185. Field. You know, 185, he lost to Lorenz Larkin and choked out by Jacare and losing to guys he's not yeah. supposed to lose to. So he drops back to his weight class at 170, and he became the champ. And uh, I, yeah. wanna, I, I would love to see him fight for the title again. I would love to see him against, you know, GSP or, or these kind of guys. Um, but I'm, I, I could see it. I could see Robbie Lawler taking him to the fence for the first round, first two rounds, even though that's not really his game. But you know, yeah. being smart about it, like he like he did Rory, I think in their first in, in the t- when they fought, you know, he 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 you know had him up against. He has he's a jack of all trades, man. He he can do it all. He's not an elite wrestler, but he has wrestling knowledge. And we know Cowboy's wrestling has always been suspect. That's always been his Achilles. So I, I'm I yeah. can definitely see Robbie Lawler getting the win. I'm I'm going for Robbie Lawler. And, yeah, and I say, Cowboy, I say, I say TKO for sure. Cowboy doesn't have Cowboy never one punch knocks knocks people out. It's always with a kick or with an elbow or something. You know, it he picks you apart. I don't see him being able to pick Robbie Lawler apart like that. Yeah, I mean, like you said, Woodley caught him with one punch, right? And, and, right, and that right. was pretty much it. He didn't kill him on the feet. No, he no, literally no, no. just yeah. a, it was a flash knockout. Um. But yeah, yeah, like yeah, man, I'm going Lola. I'm going for the TKO. Uh, I see, I see Cerrone wilting under pressure as 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 per usual for him. But uh, but sure. but on the flip side, I'm hoping for one of those bloodbaths that that Robbie Agreed. gets. You know what I mean? I'm hoping for another. I don't want his face to turn Jokerish like it did with with Rory. But I mean, if it happens, it happens. <laughs> Fuck it, I like that. <laughs> uh... And Cowboy's um, too yeah. too much fun. Like he's always laughing and doing. Nah, bro. You know, yeah, yeah, Robbie's yeah, not yeah. having he's, none of he's that. Great, man. Yeah, yeah. His, his his second run in the UFC uh, has been uh, a a shining light in that welterweight division For because sure. with GSP being as boring as he was, and then he walked out at the perfect time he because really Robbie was coming. Mm-hmm. He dodged that bullet, bro. Because yeah, he. 
I, in my opinion, he lost to, to Hendricks. Agreed. I, I feel he lost to Agreed. Hendricks. Agreed. Um, and I feel Robbie got slighted in his first fight with Hendricks. Right. But then I feel like Hendricks beat Lawler in the rematch, and yeah, it was just exactly. It was a mess. Ba- three bad decisions. It was back a to mess. Back to back. Agreed. But can you imagine if it was Lawler that got the shot before Hendricks, and if he would have knocked GSP out in the middle that of the ring, that would have been crazy. Yeah. But um, you know, maybe you know, GSP supposedly is going to fight at some point. I don't mm. know who the hell he's fighting, but we'll see. What whatever. Um, next fight, third fight of the night is a championship fight. Here comes the first of three championships. Uh, we have the Invicta champion, the Invicta bantamweight champion, Tanya Evinger, who apparently is a a rugged veteran who uh, who's good everywhere. Apparently, she's going to need to be because she's going against the most unstoppable force in in, in women's MMA. MMA. Probably all of probably, MMA, yeah. Probably <laughs> all of MMA, period. It, it, it took a gangster kickboxer to beat this chick's mm-hmm. ass. In kickboxing. Um, yeah, in kickboxing. Not even MMA. Um, but, you know, Cyborg. I mean, it, at this point, just what round? Yeah. What round is it going to be? How um, is, the, is the answer? Because, is the question. Because from, from what they've shown on the countdowns and, and all this other stuff, Tanya looks like a tough chick. Um, she seems very skilled. She's been around the block. She's trained with Diaz brothers and she's come up through the, you know, through the, through the undergrounds of MMA. Mm-hmm. And she seems to be, you know, a, a, a good fighter. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know if she would have done any better than what Megan Anderson would have did or, or, or Jermaine Durandame or whoever, but, uh, she's going against the brolic, the, the Brock Lesnar of women, um, and and the Anderson Silva of women on the feet, mm-hmm. just um, a monster. She's so, a monster. She's Rumble yeah, Johnson so. with with tits and a, and a vagina. That's what she is. She's crazy, man. Insane. So obviously, I'm gonna just say, I'm gonna just say, Cyborg by TKO. Just a matter of what round. I'll I'll, I'll get I'll give this girl second round. Tanya Avenger looks like Dory Funk Jr. That's first. <laughs> First of all, she looks like Dory freaking Funk. Uh, I, I'm sure she's she can she can scrap, but no, no, it's not happening. It's, I mean, Jermaine Durandamay gave up her belt. Yeah, how sad is that? She should have got fired. I'm and, sorry. Yeah, I Listen, if, if you're that much of a chump to 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 give up your title because you don't want to fight someone, you shouldn't be in the fight game. Exactly. She should have got cut. The, the the that it's sad that that woman has a fight coming up and she's not the champion. She needs to go. Mm-hmm. She needs to go. That's some sissy ass bullshit. You're an MMA fighter and you're afraid to fight someone so much you'll drop your belt. Nah, I'll take the ass whooping. Yeah, I'll take the ass whooping. I'll tap out right away if that's the case. I, after the after the, that one takedown and a couple of punches from that beast, I'll just be like, all right, cool. But but I'll make it to the freaking cage. Come on, nah, get out of here. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So Cyborg finally getting a shot at a UFC title. It's history, man. Because when she gets that belt, she'll be the first woman in history to beat a Strike Force, Invicta, uh, UFC champion. So just solidifying that her being the baddest bitch ever. Ever. <laughs> yeah. Ever. Um, Ronda Rousey is nowhere near in that class. She no. refused. Ronda Rousey's another one that refused to fight this girl. Um, 
you know, knowing that this brolic beast couldn't make 135, and she said that's the only way she's going to fight her. So, eh, whatever. Um, oh, you know what? I actually want to talk about Ronda. Well, before the show is over, I, I want to. I, I was going to ask you about Ronda, but uh, okay. we'll get to that in a second. So, uh, we both agree, Cyborg, new UFC champion? Yeah, easy money. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's, nobody's beating her. Co-main event. Tyron, the chosen one, Woodley, defending the welterweight title against a, a guy who this is his second chance at UFC gold. It didn't work out too well going up against Anderson Silva a few years back. Um, Damian Maya, so, uh, obviously Brazilian jiu-jitsu specialist, without a doubt, that uh, goes beyond uh, saying. <coughs> How We kind of spoke about this a few podcasts ago. Mm-hmm. Just, you know... If the fight was going to happen, we didn't know, but now it's it's official and it's happening tomorrow night. How does Damian Maya defeat Tyron Woodley? By surviving the first three rounds, trying to grapple him and just tire him out, and trying to get yeah, he has to he has to make uh, Tyron tired. He has to um, make him carry his weight. And if he can't do that, he's going to get drugged in the first or second round. But I tell you this, man, I think Damian Maya can do it. It's it's always the case if he can survive, you know, if he can survive the first two rounds. And and people are going to tell you, oh, but uh, Tyron Woodley, you know, fought two five-round fights back-to-back against Wonderboy Thompson. It is not the same thing when somebody's trying to ride you pause consistently consistently entire fight it is not the same fight it is not standing and throwing punches and moving around it is i gotta shake this guy off i gotta get the hell off the cage i gotta you know get this dude off of me it is gonna be that for 25 straight minutes and if tyron willie is on his back for for a second i think he gets tapped because i don't think willie Jiu-jitsu, obviously, is nowhere near. We've never... And you know wrestlers, they're terrible off the back, traditionally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm going for Maya, man. I love Maya, man. He's the nicest, humblest guy in the world. He <laughs> seems like, you know, just the nicest dude in the world. You know, he comes from that Marcelo Garcia that we're just... I'll give you my lung, but I can oh, I can choke you out at the same time. You know, I'll give you water if you need it, and, and my kidney if you need it, but I'll also kill you with my bare hands like they're just that type of nice yeah. people and i gotta root for somebody like that i do like tyron willie but he's a whiny guy he's always bitching about something and tries to play the race card and i hate that shit yeah. man like just fight bro you know and yeah I, i'm gonna go for maya man i think maya gets it in the, in the fourth round submission rear naked show all right well uh in terms and i agree with that oh that wholeheartedly about damian maya i think he's a great dude um Unfortunately, though, I, I will be the contrarian in this. I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say Woodley's gonna win the fight. Um, I'm gonna say Woodley, just for the reasons that we brought up before when we spoke about this fight. I think he's too explosive. Mm-hmm. I think he's too. I think he's too fast for Damian Maya. Damian Maya is a slow guy. Um, I just think he takes him apart. Uh, I, uh, and yeah, I think you, his re- you might not be wrong. I, think his, I can yeah, see him going that I, way too. I think his wrestling is good enough to st- to. Maybe if he can stifle a bunch of the shoots that Damian Maya is going to throw mm. at him, just rain on him. I, I think Damian Maya is at one point is going to try to just pull guard. And I think at that point, I think Woodley just rains elbows and punches. And I, I think he just, I think he TKOs Maya in, in the third round. 
I'd say. I can see that happening, man. That's not. It's a toss up for me. It really is. I don't know. Yeah. What, I don't know what's gonna happen. You know. This is a dude who leg kicked Carlos Condit into a TKO. <laughs> he really did, though. He, he so really he, he's just explosive everywhere. The thing that I'll give you, I do believe he'll get tired with with Damian Maya mm-hmm. rather than than one the boy, because Tyron Woodley has all that muscle on him and yeah. all that stuff. And when you have someone like you said trying to grapple with you, it's different. You'll get tired way more grappling than you will throwing hands. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Um, so with Damian Maya constantly, and that's all Damian's gonna do. He's gonna look for the submission. He's not. He'll throw a he'll throw a punch here and there, or he'll throw a kick just to set up a takedown, right. to set up a, a a guard pull or anything like that. Um, but but I think the way it's gonna go, I think Woodley's just gonna catch him. I mean, I, like I said, I just think he's too fast and too explosive to mm-hmm. get to get dragged down to the deep water by. By a man who's who's you know who's dangerous, very dangerous, Agreed. but also a man who's f- maybe forty years old and and very slow. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna say Woodley by TKO. I'm gonna say Woodley. Yeah, I, um, I think they have one common opponent though, which is uh, if if we're gonna you know try to take something out of it, um, yeah. which is Jake Shields and uh, Jake Shields beat. Um, what's this dude? Did he beat Woodley? He beat Woodley. And uh, wait, did Maya? Yeah, and Maya. Oh, Jake Shields beat both of them actually. <laughs> so <laughs> oh, there we go. There goes. It was a split for Jake against Maya, and a unanimous decision against Woodley. So you know, just throw Jake that Shields in. was a weird fucking oh, fighter. Oh my bro. god, he was because, so good, but so damn boring. Yeah, man, because it, his jujitsu was good, his wrestling was good, his mm-hmm. striking stunk. It's t- but, horrible. If you think Maya's stand-up is suspect, Jake uh, Shields, yeah. oh my Jake god, Shields atrocious, horrible, yeah, 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 bad. I, I think Jake Shields is one of the only guys that got let go from the UFC just because he was born. Him and John Fitch, for sure. Him and John Fitch, yeah. Same fighter, just I, that Jake Shields has way better jiu-jitsu, it's not even close. Yeah, 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 his jiu-jitsu is, is ridiculous. Um, Do they both fight for World Series of Fighting, as a matter of fact? yeah. Actually, yeah, I think they fought. If I'm not mistaken, is John Fitch the champion? No, no, no. Well, World Series of Fighting doesn't exist anymore. Oh, but, really? Yeah, they have this um this new I forget what it's called Combat League some some shit that the it's like a tournament and the grand prize is like ten million dollars. Ah, yeah, okay. So, because I know Husamar Paharis was still injuring people in that company. Like, I know stuff was happening. Right, right, right. There. Jake Shields actually lost to John Fitch at, well, in World Series of Fighting. That's what I figured. I knew yeah, they fought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I, I didn't know. I, I didn't really care. For, I didn't really watch. I know that they had decent fights, but I didn't really watch World Series of Fighting that yeah, much. That must have been a snooze <laughs> fest. <laughs> that must have been. That must have been a. Oof. <laughs> yeah, but did it go? Did it go the distance? It went the distance. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, and Jake and uh, Fitch is the the uh, uh, champion. He's at whatever it's called now. I think it's called PLF Pro League Fighting oh, or some like, shit like that. Yeah, but that must have been a oof, wow, a doozy. That <laughs> Talk about watching paint dry. Oh my God. Jake Shields. Uh, John Fitch is the most boring fighter of all time, though. Jake Shields, at least, you know, he had the threat of submission. 
John Fitz, I mean, good God, he was awful, talk man. About, talk about laying prey. That oh dude was the king. Oh, my God, that was the worst. I hated him, bro. <laughs> oh, I hated him. And I, that's that he challenged, he challenged GSP, yeah, and he had nothing for GSP. He got smoked by GSP, yeah. I but he literally just was just a wrestler that, I mean, he never he never threw a punch. Nothing, like the dude was just, nothing. He was awful. Wow. Awful, awful, awful. I'm gonna look at. I'm look. I'm gonna look up his record. <laughs> decision. Yo, he got a lot of. He got a lot of wins. He has man. mad wins, but bro, decision, 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 draw, decision, 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 decision. <laughs> I mean, it's like Jesus, bro. Nineteen wins by decision. He has. Oh my God. Yeah, that's. Ugh. And I think even Dana White used to like just shit on him all the time in every press conference. Yeah. Well, here's one fight that we know will not be boring. Because, I mean, just with the personalities involved, how could it be? You have the return of probably pound for pound the best fighter ever in yep. uh, John Bones Jones, who. Agreed. Makes makes me sad that I'm a year older than him. Um, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Going up, eh? going up against a champion, he is a champion. If you he's a champion. he's a great. I'll give him that. He's an all time great, but he's not the champion. D- DC. He's not the champion though. He he's a great fighter, he's, but he's he's technically on paper he's the yes. champion. But uh, you know what he is? He's Kevin Durant going. He didn't beat the champion to become the champion. He was the guy who, circumstance wise, you know, he he wilted Rumble Johnson to get the belt. He defended it once, and and eh, he defeated he defeated Gustafson. Give him that. He beat Johnson Johnson twice. He beat Johnson again. It's kind of like Cain Velasquez, his right. own boy. He right, beats right, Bigfoot, right. Bigfoot, 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 and Bigfoot, and then a little bit of you know, <laughs> Bigfoot. <laughs> the same, he's fighting fighting yeah, the same guys. The same, he's fighting dudes. the same guys. Oh, I I can't stand Cain Velasquez. Don't get me started on that. Oh God, he's so garbage to me, bro. Yo, yo, Cain Velasquez is the guy on on Countdown that said that the first fight was really really close. Between John Jones and Daniel Cormier, oh, which uh, no, uh, it was not. But uh, okay, but to let's just set the tone here. Let's just set up and set it up. These two guys fought two years ago, and probably the most entertaining build-up to a fight imaginable, with the whole craziness at the press conference, with them throwing throwing shots and stuff falling, and you know all this other stuff. Uh, the constant cussing at each other and the different demeanor of John Jones because he was obviously, you know, fighting off some sort, fighting off some sort of demons with drugs and and all sorts of stuff. It was a different John Jones than what we were used to seeing. Mm-hmm. When John Jones first came around, he was an innocent little Christian boy, always smiling, a little bit shy. Right. You know, he just did his damage in the cage and that was it. Right. But now, when it came to him fighting Daniel Cormier that first time, this was a different John Jones. This was a more you know, uh, like I said, a Jones that we were not used to seeing. Um, but now he seems to be still kind of in the middle. I feel like this John Jones that we've seen the past couple of days has a little bit of that animalistic anger toward Daniel Cormier, mm-hmm. but he's in a better place. Yeah. So 
I feel that's very dangerous for Daniel Cormier if John Jones still harnessing that anger toward him, but can be the killer in the cage that he's been the first 10 years of his career. Right. Now, just, I mean, it, I, we know who we want to win, but in your opinion, being a fight fan, seeing so many fights, and knowing the, the skills of both of these guys, who wins this fight? Who becomes the light heavyweight champion after tomorrow night? I think Daniel Cormier has looked progressively worse since uh let me see since he did look he did look good early against Gustafson um he did look good against Rumble the first fight but then again Gustafson kind of picked them apart a little bit and it was a split decision um he looked like pure shit against a 40-year-old Anderson Silva. He was scared to death to strike with Anderson Silva. And, <laughs> and Rumble, that's that Anderson hurt him with right, a freaking body kick. Right. And Rumble Johnson had the worst game plan in the title fight I can remember. You're grappling with a grappler, with an Olympic wrestler. And even so, Rumble Johnson still cracked him. And I think Rumble Johnson, if he would have fought his fight, most likely, you know, probably would have won. So in Cormier's last two fights, he's looked, for me, bad. He's older. He's already, you know, he's 38 years old. John Jones is what, 29, 30? He's, he just turned 30. John Jones is younger. He's been off. He's been, you know, on vacation. Not on vacation, not to say that he hasn't been training, but he's just been healing and growing as a fighter and watching DC and watching DC's deficiencies. I think John Jones smokes him worse than the first. I think the first round or so is going to be competitive but three four and five i think it's going to be a landslide and i think john jones is going to take him down and submit him or just elbow him to death with his nasty elbows and 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 get a tko i honestly think it's going to be a stoppage this this time around i think john jones has looked at this dude knowing that that's people you know I, i listen to podcasts and i listen to all these other experts quote unquote and they're like you know why don't people like dc why because, D- listen, DC, granted, he's fought two monsters as as the champ. But you never beat the guy, man. You can't talk that much shit. And you got beat your ass whooped four rounds to one the first time. Like, you know, yes, you beat me the first time. But this time, you know, I think it's going to be different. Not, oh, you were a crackhead. And this is so whack. Like, yeah, he, he, can't, yeah. he can't say that he, he was he's better than him. He can't say that this, you know, he's... He beat him. He can't say any anything that was in the octagon, he can't say was favorable for him. So what he's going to do, he's going to poke him and attack him in his personal life, which is fine. I would have done the same thing. But you lost. You, you, you're you yeah. the champion, and you lost. You, you know, nobody respects the guy. It's like Kevin Durant. He's the Kevin Durant of the UFC to me. Like, <laughs> you know, you lost to this. You lost to these dudes, and then, you you know, he didn't necessarily join the team. But it's like, you're really going to talk that much shit when you got four other all-stars on your team? Like, you're really going to, you know, you're supposed to win, bro. So it's like, you're really going to talk that much trash when you got your ass whooped the first time? And this guy beat himself. You didn't beat him. How dare you call the chick? If I was Cormier, I'd be like, listen, you can give me the title, but I don't want it. You know, I'm going to wait. I'm not going to wait. I'm going to keep fighting, but don't call me champ until I beat John Jones. And, yeah. you know, you can't be, you can never be the champion to me if, if you never beat the guy. It doesn't make sense to me. It really is. I mean, it, but, uh, the flip side to that, I mean, it. <sighs> 
if you see it in Cormier's uh, uh, vantage point, let's say, let's say you're fighting some dude or whatever, you're going for the belt, but the champ decides that he's going to do some silly shit outside the cage and ruin his opportunity to be known as champ. Right. Now, if the company decides you're the next guy that we're going to try to put up there, mm-hmm. you win You win your fights. Right. You get the belt. You're not going to tell Dana White, don't give me the belt. Mm-hmm. No, no, you're I You're not going to tell Dana White, don't give me that championship money. You know what I mean? Like, you, if, if the champ did things, if John Jones was dumb enough to do what he did, you know, chop it up to immaturity, chop it up to... to to you know, getting that big head pause, um, while while getting all your fame and notoriety, and not knowing how to, we we, we talked about John Jones' downward spiral on our old podcast plenty of times. Absolutely. Um, and and we chopped it up to maybe he got too much too soon at a young age and didn't know how to handle it. Even though he has a whole family of athletes, he has a whole family of 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 millionaires because his brothers who are in the NFL got money. Mm-hmm. His brothers that are in the NFL, you know, aren't train wrecks. Chandler Jones and 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 uh, Arthur are seem like good dudes. His parents are ministers or some craziness like that. They're pastors or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's not like he grew up in the slums. Yeah, it's not no, like, not at all. Yeah, it's it's not like he grew up. You know, like in in crazy poverty or anything like right, that. Right. The dude seemed like he had a good head on his shoulders, but is when he got that money, is when he got that fame, mm-hmm. it it got to him, and it happens to it could happen to anybody. anybody. We've seen it throughout history. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But in Daniel Cormier's case, he's an Olympian. Here's here's a guy who was a champion in strike force. He won the heavyweight Grand Prix. He did everything the right way, straight lace, blah, blah, blah. He got his shot at the title, whether it had been against Jones or not. He lost to Jones, but once Jones took himself out the picture, DC ended up winning the belt another way. Mm-hmm. Now, technically, on paper, he's the champ, right. but it's that whole Rocky type thing. Drago killed Apollo Creed, but he didn't beat Rocky Balboa. Right. You know what I mean? It, it, it's a double edge because you could. Cormier is kind of a sympathetic character in the way of technically, the like the way he said it, I didn't need to beat the champ to become the champ because the champ beat himself, which is a legitimate claim. I agree. But at the same time, he also has the attitude like if he beat John Jones. Yeah, which that's I, the thing. I can't deal with it. I can't deal you know, with that. You guys, it's not like they didn't fight before. Right. You fought before. You had your chance against the man and, and you, you shit the bed. Yeah, you got smoked. You know what I mean? And, and they both have one loss on their record, even though, obviously, we all know John Jones really didn't lose. Yeah, ever. that was garbage. You know what I mean? Uh, the uh, Matt, ha- Mark, Matt Hamill can't walk around and tell people, oh, yeah, I beat John Jones. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Stop. Right, so, right, you know, right. So, I mean, they both have incredible records. The one blemish on Cormier's record is John Jones. Mm-hmm. So... I see it going the same way. I see John Jones getting him. I, DC has never been. I mean, he's never been finished. I can't sit here and say he can be. I mean, anybody could get finished, but right. Cormier's never been finished before. So I can't sit here and say, you know, I 
undoubtedly know that John Jones is going to finish him. Right, right, right. Because DC, DC is a tough bastard. I can't take anything no, away from him. No, he's a monster, man. He's a monster. He's the second best light heavyweight in the world. Yeah. Now, I forgot who made the statement. It was Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan said, this is like Muhammad Ali and Joe Frazier. I don't know about that because it's Daniel Cor- Daniel Cormier, yes, is a beast. He's the champ. He's defended his title two or three times. Okay. But is Daniel Cormier already at that level where he's above someone like Chuck Liddell, Tito Ortiz, um, um, all the crazy great light heavyweights no, no, of the no, past? No, 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 no. no. It's, so why would they say – I mean I get it. It's a rivalry. Fine. It's a heated rivalry. And and Ali and Frazier, which was obviously before our time, but we've seen enough uh, of – of old uh, documentaries like that HBO documentary that came out years ago was fantastic. I would watch it now and it still holds up. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and obviously everyone remembers Ali Frazier. You know what I mean? The difference is Daniel Cormier. Frazier beat Ali in the first fight. Yeah. Frazier beat the man in the first fight, mm-hmm. knocked him on his ass. Mm-hmm. You didn't do, you didn't do that DC. You know what I mean? So you don't have room to talk shit. It's not like the man is coming back to reclaim, his thing. The man is coming back to reclaim his title, but not from the man who beat him for it. Right. So it's double edged with both these guys. They're both sympathetic characters to the point where John Jones is making his comeback after going through some craziness. And Daniel Cormier is trying to solidify himself as a rightful champion by beating the man. So in that aspect, this fight is very, very intriguing and hopefully it lives up. The first fight was pretty good. But at the same time, like you said, it was four to one, John Jones. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, I was going for Cormier at that time because this was, you were. This was, you when, were. yeah, I was because John Jones was being all cocky and arrogant. It was, and, it was, it was, it was dark times. It back was, then. it was weird. Daniel Cormier. <laughs> <laughs> it really you were going was. For yeah. Daniel Cormier, you going for Bisbing against <laughs> Henderson? You were going for some wacky dudes back then. <laughs> You make them picks back in the day, though. Like, wow! Like, you must have really had dislike for certain yeah, dudes yeah, yeah. <laughs> to, to root for some guys, man. It was rough. Oh um, man. <laughs> well, Bisbing now has his hands full with this Australian yeah, freaking killer luck. over here. Good luck with that. So, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely going with John Jones, though. I'm. I, I don't think. I think Cormier's too short. Mm-hmm. It's just that that reach is just unbelievable. Too I think Gustafson uh, yeah. is the only guy mm-hmm. in terms of reach that can that can catch Jones on the outside. He's the only one. That's why that first fight with him and Gus was unbelievable because it was a mirror of each other. Um, but yeah, I think Cormier is just too small. Uh, even though he fought a heavyweight, in, in terms of height, he, he gives up too much height to John Jones. Um, so yeah, I say John Jones, but I say John Jones by decision because I just think Cormier is just a tough bastard and he'll just take a lot of punishment. Um, but I say John Jones gets a unanimous decision and gets the belt back. Yeah, 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 for sure. I don't. I mean, you never know. This is MMA, but I gotta see. It. I mean, this is to me. You know, let me see. It. I think this is one of the more safer picks on the card. To be honest, I mean, the the safest pick. Is, is cyborg. Cyborg. That's that's. But I think this is like one of the safest picks on on the card. To be honest, we've seen it before. Cormier ha- can't do anything to get better. He's not tall. He can't grow. He's older. Yep. You know. So I don't see it changing at all. 
Yeah. And John, and from the weigh-ins, John Jones looks to be in the best shape he's ever yep. been in in his life. He's rocking a baldy, you know. <laughs> he's channeling <laughs> you know his people, Michael Jordan. You know, cut, you know when people cut their hair, it's all. Yeah, yeah, it's a problem. Look at when Vandalay Silva had hair, he was shit. But when he had his bald head, you knew you knew killing time was coming. You know, so yeah, man. So the it's a great night of fights, man. I'm I'm extremely excited. Um, on paper, like we said in the beginning, it's probably the best card UFC's done this year. <clears throat> I mean, the only thing that could rival rival it is on paper is UFC 200, but that kind of shit the bet a little bit. Um, But yeah, man, that's the card. Those are our picks. Um, Before before we get off this joint, I wanted to talk to you about Ronda Rousey real quick because I wanted to ask you about her in the beginning. Um, They've been teasing pretty much uh, Rousey probably jumping ship to WWE. and they already have uh, pretty much an opponent lined up for her to feud with if, if she jumps right in. And, and they're talking about Charlotte. Um, how would a Ronda Rousey be used? Uh, how would you book Ronda Rousey in WWE? She has to be a heel. Period. There's no other. There's nothing else for her. She's a natural bitch. So let her yep. be a bitch. She will be. A better heel, maybe she doesn't have the mic skills as a Charlotte, but naturally she is a mean. See you next Tuesday, if you know, <laughs> if you know what yeah. I mean. Yeah, she is yeah, a absolutely. mean bitch. If she can bring half of what she brought to that season in the Ultimate Fighter against Misha Tate, she will yep. be perfect. And I cannot stand. Ronda Rousey. <laughs> there is, there, you know, now that she's out the picture, it's whatever. But I, oh my God, I could not, like, ugh, can't stand Ronda Rousey. <laughs> so it'll be, you know, she'd be, you can't make her a good guy. You cannot make her face. There's no way. People will boo her. People will shit on her because there's people who feel just like I do. That can't stand her. But let her be dominant. We all know not one of those women in that in that company can beat her in a real fight. So play, no. so play to that. Let her beat the crap out of everybody and then have somebody, but, some little Sasha Banks, pull off an upset. Let her be unstoppable. Let her get the belt, Jay. Let her go on a run. I'm serious. Let her go on a run. Just murking bitches. Merkin bitches, and then you build somebody up, you know, maybe Bailey's been there, done that, but you build somebody up, and then you finally have that day where Ronda Rousey loses the belt. It'll be, she could be the the female Brock Lesnar easily, 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 that's easily. What I, that's what I was going to say. Easily. Do they build her up like Brock? Because everybody knows her legitimately as the ass-kicking machine from mma that took women's mma to 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 infinity and beyond to use a toy story term (laughs) um but uh the only thing with her that i've seen with people who can actually fight their fake fighting looks like shit yeah that is because i think they're so scared to to connect to hurt yeah to hurt somebody that it can actually kind of look bad. Now, Shayna Baszler was a sucky fighter, so her, her fake fighting looks okay. <laughs> yeah, so, she's legit uh, in the ring. Because, you know, they're doing this, um, 
this May Young tournament right, thing that they're right, doing. Right, right, right. And and Shayna Baszler's in the tournament. Oh, so is they she? so they're probably gonna scoop her up after this and thing she's is over. Older too. She's in the like mid to late thirties, I think. Yeah, because she's been around forever. So they there was a screenshot and I mentioned this in my in my last cast, but there was a screenshot of Shayna Baszler after a match that I'm assuming she won. And she's standing at the ramp. Rousey's in the crowd. Um, uh, Marina Shafir, obviously, uh, another judoka who sucked in MMA. Um, but in terms of wrestling-wise, is engaged and the mother of the child to Roderick Strong. So she's she's in the audience. And uh, I, I think Jessamine Duke was there too. So you have the four horsewomen of MMA. And on the other side, you had Charlotte, Bailey. I don't know if Sasha was there, but but I I'm pretty sure Becky was there. So now you have the four horsewomen of NXT right. that they built up, and the four now do could we see a four on four horsewomen versus horsewomen match at WrestleMania 34? How it writes itself, doesn't it? It really does. This is easy math, man. It's easy, <laughs> simple math. Yeah, so and, and Sasha Banks made some asinine comments online. It was like, come on, girl. Like, I, I love me some Sasha Banks, but she was like, she wouldn't mind fighting Ronda Rousey in a WWE ring. Oh, I don't no. know Stop what, it. what what sense that makes. She goes, oh, because I know if I fight her in an octagon, I'll probably last a round or two. A round or two? No, try seconds. Sasha. Yeah, yeah, no, she's too, uh, she's much too small. Yeah, and then she goes, but the WWE ring is my ring, and I'm the boss, and blah, 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 blah. And I think I can beat Ronda Rousey in a WWE ring. And I was like, mm, we shall see. <laughs> but um, but I think Ronda Rousey in WWE is 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 could be gold, man. It, it could really be really good. good. She's still she a really name. Could. She brings a lot, of, a lot of notoriety, to, and she's a diehard WWE fan. I said it from when she was UFC champ. I was like, that girl wants to be in WWE. You yeah. know what I mean? So we'll see how that goes. By WrestleMania time, if Ronda Rousey's in a wrestling ring in WWE, then, you know, let's not be shocked. <laughs> um, what else? I wanted to mention something else, but I think I freaking forgot. Oh, okay. I mean, there is a boxing fight tomorrow night, but I really don't care about. No, but, no, no. You know, Adrian Brona, you know, fighting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, whatever. Um, what I really wanted to ask you is pretty much SummerSlam's main event is pretty much intact. Okay. On, on the Raw side, we have a fatal four-way for the WWE uh, Universal title. Brock okay. is defending against Strowman. Roman and Samoa Joe. I'm not mad at um, that. Yeah, that 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 sounds pretty good. Um, I mean, we're definitely gonna do a preview show because I mean, SummerSlam is in three weeks already. Um, That's crazy. But uh, but early 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 predictions. How, how would you see that going? I, listen, man. As long as long I want I want Braun Strowman to get the belt. I'm a big Braun Strowman fan. I like him a lot. I think he can really run things. Um, I think he's gold. And I hate Roman Reigns. Um, <laughs> sidebar. Um, I think he's terrible. I'm I'm a little sick of Brock 
you know, fighting, wrestling every now and then. I love Brock, but, you know, his shtick is getting a little eh. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I would love to see a Brock uh, Strowman one-on-one match and then Strowman finally gets the belt and, and he's the big beast because, you know, that would be dope. And yeah. I think those two can have some really good matches. And I think, you know, legitimately it'll be somebody that can actually toss um, Brock around a little bit. So, yeah, I, I like Joe as well. Anybody but Roman, to be honest. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah. I mean, uh, at this point, I agree. I I wouldn't be mad if Joe or Strowman got the belt at exactly. this point. Um, yeah, uh, speaking of Braun, man, there was a story that, that came out a couple of days ago. And it already got kind of debunked, but uh, just to, just for the hell of it, apparently uh, Strowman was at a at like at like a bar or, or a club or something that Jeff Hardy was singing at because apparently he sings music. I don't know what he sings, but um, and apparently he was in a VIP section, and apparently he got approached by Karen Jarrett, uh, Kurt Angle's ex-wife. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently she wanted Braun Strowman to sign an autograph for her son. And he kind of brushed her off like, eh, no, nah, not now, whatever, blah, 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 because he didn't know who she was. So apparently somebody went up to him and said, you know who that is, right? And he was like, no, he was like, that's Karen. That's Kurt Angle's ex-wife. And apparently it got back to him that she was pissed off and she was going to tell Kurt that he didn't sign an autograph for Kurt Angle's kid. And <laughs> That's so crazy. so apparently Braun Strowman goes to Karen Jarrett and I guess Jeff Jarrett was there too. Like, yeah, like Jeff Jarrett's going to intimidate Braun Strowman. Get out of here. Um, <laughs> can, you, can you imagine? That's hilarious. Like 50-year-old Jeff Jarrett going up to Braun Strowman like, oh, you better sign an autograph. Right, right. Are you kidding me? Um, so apparently the story that went around was Braun Strowman was so sorry that he went down on his knees and begged Karen Ang- Karen Jarrett not to tell Kurt Angle that he wouldn't sign an autograph for his kid. I was like, yeah, sure. Braun Strowman got on his knees in front of Karen Jarrett? No way. No way. I doubt. That would that would have been a sight to see. And I'm pretty sure if that happened, I'm pretty sure someone would have snapped a picture of that. You know what I mean? Um, but then another story came out today that, you know, it was nothing like that. Like, you know, at first he did refuse and then later on he just, you know, gave a quick apology and he took a picture with the kid and all that stuff. But, uh, I, but mainly because, I mean, just cause it's Kurt Angle's kid, I don't think he did it for Jared or, 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 or Karen or anything like that. You give two shits about them. Right. Global, global force is already tanking. A lot of their guys are quitting already. So it's like, eh. You know, whatever. You know, Impact is dead, right? It's literally just Global Force. Do they have the? Do they carry over the the, the TV contract and all that though? Oh yeah, yeah. It, it, pretty much, Jarrett pretty much took over and just renamed it Global Force. That's funny, man. Hopefully, but a lot of the, uh, a lot of their guys are quitting, them. man, and they're canceling shows and all that stuff. And, I don't know how yeah. that company. They've been. They've for like the fast the past five years have been just. Hanging on for deal on life support, bro. Like, yeah, I don't how get are it. they still in? What is what is saving them? Why do people invest in? Like, it's just WWE guys. There's nothing else, you know. Like, there's no WCW coming around the corner to be a competitor. I'm sorry, it's not happening. No, no. unless John it's- Cena or, or you know or CM Punk comes out of retirement, 
to join some other company, those those days are long gone. Where where somebody jumps ship to somewhere else, there's no other ship, no yeah, no, no other ship. Uh, 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 Global Force or, or TNA, whatever, they are a little paddle boat compared to WWE. Man, WWE yeah. is so huge, bro. Like at least WCW, you know, they were around for years, and you know, they they signed the LeBron James back then. You know Hogan, and then from there it was over. There's no, nobody's for what to be seen on pop TV or some shit, whatever. Yeah, that's <laughs> whatever. crazy. Are you kidding me? It's, it's, yeah. it's not the same. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Uh, and speaking of Cena, but after this we we could call it a night because it's already one thirty in the morning. Um, this fra- this SmackDown that's coming up. There's going to be a number one contender match to see who faces Jinder Mahal at SummerSlam for the WWE title. It is John Cena versus Shinsuke Nakamura on SmackDown. Why is that not a pay-per-view match? Why is that not the match? (laughs) What do you do with that? Who faces Jinder Mahal at SummerSlam? Shit, who knows, man? I, I I tell you what, though, I would like to see a little brown faction. That'd be dope. Some, you know, one of them. You know, there's never been a, a Indian or Punjabi or whatever they want to call themselves faction, as far as I know. Put him, yeah. Kali, the two little dudes, and whatever, whatever. You know, get Sanjay Dutt from somebody wherever he's wrestling. Uh, and, yo, not for nothing. You know what popped into my head, bro? Mm. Like out of nowhere for. for just thinking about uh, seeing Kali and seeing the the, the Singh brothers, uh, the Bollywood boys, whatever you want to call them. Um, what if, if I mean, it's been it's been what two thousand five six? It's been ten years. Why not dust off Muhammad Hassan? Bro, he was fire. He's not even <laughs> Arab. Or whatever you want to call him, you got you got to be politically correct. He was an Italian guy, but he was the truth, bro. Yo, <laughs> like he was a big. His gimmick was perfect, perfect. And then you could have you know them be together, and then in a few months have them fight wrestle each other because one has to be the alpha. And Muhammad Hassan was the alpha. He was he's Muhammad a, Hassan was a beast bro he had like terrorists and shit and like the fake isis come and and Mm -hmm. snatch up taker that was fire yeah unfortunately you know that's what got him the boot they did the simulating simulated beheading and that was it but that's messed up that's not his fault that wasn't his fault oh man (laughs) i I miss muhammad hassan he was a good character man (laughs) I mean that's messed up, man. They cut they yo, they killed they literally killed him off TV. They did. He like blew up or something like that, right? They they freaking Undertaker on a pay-per-view gave him a last ride through the stage and that was it. And it, it blew done. up? Didn't it blow up? Oh, did it blow up? I think there was some fireworks. There was some, there was some there was some C4 in there? Yeah, I think I think so, man. <laughs> yo, but he was good, man. Him, Davari. Bring back Davari. What happened to Davari? Fuck, What's he doing? Bring them all. Anybody who's brown, bring them. It's literally... <laughs> Any brown wrestler, bring them. Seriously, man. I think that, well, Davari's little brother is on freaking 205 Live. And that's, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That thing is terrible. Why don't you put him with Jinder Mahal if you're going to keep pushing this fucking guy? 
that'd be a dope, dope, that'd be a dope faction. There's no factions no more, man. Wrestling was great when they had factions. NWO, DX, uh, you know, like yeah, there's nothing left. Faction. I don't, I don't think they have enough wrestlers to make factions anymore. That's the problem. Oh, they definitely have enough wrestlers. It's just yeah, a matter yeah, of that is true. Putting, they have like ten shows. Putting who with who, and 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 all this other shit, and they're thinking of after SummerSlam doing another freaking draft shakeup type thing. Bro, you even like, have oh, a I, chick, a brown chick. I'm calling them brown. I don't care. You get a friend, uh, or you get a friend. The girl in I, NXT. What's her name? Uh, uh, Leah. Yeah, you you know you you need a girl. So put you got a yeah. brown girl. I don't understand. Yep. It's Aaliyah. it's simple yeah, math. You call her up, and she's, and she's not half bad either. Right, she's it's cool. simple. It's so stupid. It's. I wish I was running things, man. Oh, oh yeah, and since I mean, like I said, this ain't a wrestling podcast, but fuck it, we talking. Um, uh, the NXT show that's before uh, SummerSlam, Brooke mm. take over Brooklyn Part Three. Um, that card is pretty much shaping up. You have, uh, oh excuse me, you have Bobby Roode defending the NXT title against Drew McIntyre. Um, You have uh, Asuka defending the belt against Ember Moon, which I finally see Asuka finally losing the belt. Um, You have the Authors of Pain versus Sanity, which is interesting because that's two heel teams going up Mm -hmm, against each other. mm -hmm. And from all the news sites, from everything that I've been hearing, and I have it on good authority... That Adam Cole will make his NXT debut. We know against him. Have no idea. I don't. I have no idea. I don't know if he's going to be in the crowd. I don't know if he's going to have a match. But from what everyone has been throwing out there, Adam Cole will be at NXT Takeover Brooklyn. Nice. Um, we already had the debut of Bobby Fish. We already had the debut of Kyle O'Reilly. Maybe we get some Red Dragon action at NXT TakeOver. There's so many things that they can do. Cassius Ono is feuding with Hideo Itami. Uh, Alistair Black is killing everybody. So, I mean, there's some stuff that they can do with this NXT. You know, Roderick Strong is doing good things. So, the NXT brand, which has been considered semi-dead lately, they got some some stuff that they can do. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, Apparently, they signed Leo Rush. They signed Donovan Dijak, that tall dude that used to be in ROH. <coughs> um, you know, they're signing a lot of dudes from the indies. And and that May Young Classic is 32 chicks. Wow. So, and, and I think Candice LeRae is in there. A whole bunch of girls are in there. So it's going to be interesting. What, you know, what, what stars we're going to see go where. With this draft, they're thinking of sending guys from the main roster to NXT. Really? Yeah. They're doing another draft? Yeah. That's wild. Because a lot of the guys, can you imagine you go to NXT and you see Dolph Ziggler or Luke Harper or, or, or some of these other you know guys that they're not using pretty much? That's funny. Man. But it's insane. But yeah, that that's a, I mean... Who knows, man? I might not do another show until the SummerSlam pre-show because it's it's going to have a lot of shit to get into. Um, but yeah, I mean, this has been the, the, the UFC 214 preview show with a little mix of NBA and, and WWE and, and, yes, and, 
and two seconds of boxing because we don't give a shit about Adrian yeah, Broner. No, sorry, we'll you're, talk not, boxing. You're, you're not you're not Mayweather. Bro. No, 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 um, no, no. We'll talk boxing. You know. Next oh month. yeah. Oh, when the we'll time is right, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're gonna we're gonna do a, a pre-show for sure for we'll McGregor and that. Mayweather within the next couple of weeks because that is coming up. That is gonna happen the week after SummerSlam. So we can we could get that shit done literally that week. Um, and we'll get into that because that's definitely a one fight card. Because in boxing, who really gives a shit about the undercard? Um, but uh, yeah, that's gonna be great, and tomorrow's gonna be very entertaining, also. So, you know, that was that, and uh, is unless you have something else that you want to talk about or, or or plug for that matter, uh, that's pretty much it on my end. Uh, plug? No, um, I've been going to the movies a lot recently, I saw Spider Man. Um, Yes, and how was Planet that? Of the Apes. Spider-Man was fire, but I tell you what, man, Planet of the Apes was fire. Like that, I know you yeah. into, bro, that shit is so hard, bro. Like you got to you got to watch that giant, bro. Like that, that movie's Yeah, listen man, the, fire. The, the, the remakes of the Planet of the Apes were freaking cool, man. I got the first yeah. two on Blu-ray. I got to check out the third one, man. I gotta fire, check it out. fire, 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 fire. Oh, speaking of movies, did you see that trailer? I was going to bring it up, but I knew it was going to open up another. <laughs> but yes, that was care. fire. Okay. I don't care. We can, we, can talk, we can go for another 12 minutes. To, we can go another 18 minutes till it's 2 in the morning. I, if, oh, dude. Bro. Now, I saw the first trailer, and I was like, okay, it looks cool. But then when that Comic-Con leaked trailer that looks like shit came mm-hmm. out, I was like, yo. This joint look, it looks insane. It, it just, I can't, I, I can't wait, man. I don't know, I don't know why they do this to us, man. Just you freaking filmed the movie. It's already done. Just put the shit out next week. Like, what are we waiting for? Why do I have to wait a year? I don't think it's, I don't think it's fully done though, because from what I read, they still have other heroes that they're gonna put in it. Um, so far, obviously, you know, you got Thor, you got Captain America, Iron Man, Spider-Man, Ant-Man, fucking Guardians of the Galaxy, freaking Hulk, um, uh, Black Panther, uh, all these other guys. Ant-Man. Um, it's, it's, yeah. It's crazy, crazy, now, crazy. the thing is, for all you comic book people or people that just literally watch the movies, mm-hmm. I read the Infinity Gauntlet comic. comic. Yeah. I own the Infinity Gauntlet comic. It is 300 semi-pages of fucking greatness. Um, my thing is, at some point, Vision either has to die or something. Because in order for Thanos to get all stones, all the stones on his glove. You gotta get it from his foot. Yeah. And the thing is, the way they created Vision, which I don't know if that's the way he was created in the comic books, I doubt it. No. But the way they created him in Age of Ultron was it was Jarvis and one of the Infinity Stones that came together and created Vision. I don't remember him being created like that, but, you know, the movies always do some silly shit. Um, but... Thanos looks great. Uh, obviously, Doctor Strange is in there too. They show the clip of Thanos and Doctor Strange fighting each other. They show the clip of Thor meeting up with the Guardians of the Galaxy and all this other stuff. And the thing is, they have to add other heroes to make it legit because if you read the comic book, the first two pages is the Silver Surfer. So uh, they got to add some sort of, you know, 
And I know certain rights, they don't have the certain rights to certain heroes and stuff like that because of Fox and all this other stuff. But at some point, Marvel, for the love of God, you need to take all your characters back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Everybody. Um, but um, the movie's going to be insane. I'm actually looking... I mean, we got to wait till May of 2018, but shit. I mean, we got Thor, Ragnarok coming up, which that looks good. Um, which pretty much tells the story of, of, of Planet Hulk, if you want to go that far. Um, because Hulk is in space. And he has all the armor on and all that shit. Um, then you got... What else is in between uh, Infinity War? You got Thor. Um, Spider-Man just came out a couple weeks back. Is there any other movies in between from Marvel? Um, I don't even know. I know you got... Well, you got Thor, Thor, Panther. Black um, Panther, that's right. Yeah, Thor, Black Panther. Because the Thor movie is the next one. Ragnarok is like a Thor, Hulk kind of merge you know hulk is going to be in the movie just as much as thor which is dope because they don't want a chance yeah. doing a, a hulk movie again because the first no. two of them shits were miserable now as a matter of fact the edward norton one wasn't terrible it was all right it wasn't it, was, it was it was pretty good that first one was the oh drizzle. my god <laughs> and that's that we missed a wedding to see that shit yeah 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 <laughs> we were <we're> assholes <laughs> <laughs> we missed a friend's wedding to see <laughs> To see that garbage. Oh, oh man. God. <laughs> but I mean, when, but I mean that, that came out in what, 2002? I mean, yeah, you figure, that, you figure that us as teenagers, miserable. that should look hot. But I mean, the, the movie was the move. The movie was just oof. I, the only thing worse than that is the, all the Fantastic Four movies. That's probably just as bad or. Oof. But uh, but yeah, I mean. Hulk, the the new Hulk with uh with uh what's this guy's name uh Mark Ruffalo he he's been pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's good. I like him. He's dope. He's been pretty good. And the thing is, they they didn't really tell the real story of how Hulk ended up in space. I hope they they do that in this one because in in Age of Ultron, he literally just disappeared on his own, like he was in the ship or whatever. But in reality, in the comic books, the, the Avengers are the ones that tie his big ass up and ship him out to space because he was too dangerous to be on the planet. So they sent them out there, and that's when Planet Cult started, and that's when he got like his family, and he got kids and all that shit out there, and yeah, all this other craziness. But uh, I found it real entertaining in the commercial where Thor is in like the 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 Coliseum and then Hulk comes out. He goes, Hey, I work with him. That, that was pretty entertaining. That was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, man. And then you got justice league coming out, but <laughs> everybody is really excited about justice league. Yeah. Nothing. And I'm excited about justice league. I'm hoping, yeah, I'm, DC, uh, cool. I'm hoping DC can capitalize on, on the good movie. That was wonder woman. Wonder woman was a good movie. Um, but when Infinity War comes out, it's gonna blow freaking Justice League out of the water, bro. I'm just how can Justice how can DC compete with that? Yeah, and it's not that's that is there's two parts to that shit. It's not just one part. Yeah. There's no so, way it could be one part. It'll no, be too no, fucking no. long. Too, too, too It'll long. be like fucking Titanic by the yeah, time yeah, this shit is done. It'll be fucking six hours long. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But, be like freaking it. 
Yeah. Oh, oh, speaking of it, are you not interested in the new not, movie? I haven't seen the trailer. I, I have no desire to watch it. I'm good. <laughs> I'll pass. I've seen the original. I don't need to see the remake. Nothing's good as the, nothing's as good as the original. So I don't need to go through that again. <laughs> Rest in peace, Tim Curry. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, man. Uh, there's a bunch of like horror coming out and uh, i can't wait like the there's a new chucky coming out but but the, but they're smart though they go straight to blu-ray because i mean they figure why you know risk having bad you know ratings in in the theater and when we can make our money on blu-rays and stuff and people mm-hmm. will buy a blu-ray over I, i'd rather get a blu-ray depending on the movie you know if it's gonna be a bc level movie i'll just get it on blu-ray and not waste 20 bucks watching it in the movie theater um, but yeah, uh, there's talks about new Halloween coming out, new Friday the 13th, all this other craziness. So did, have you played the Friday the 13th video game? I was just about to ask you that shit. Cause my cousin who's a gamer swears by it. He thinks that shit is amazing. So I know you're a Jason fanatic. Do you have it? Have you played it? I have not played it yet, but, uh, it's in the plans. Okay. Um, it's, it's definitely in the future for me. Um, um, Especially when they create like a story mode, because right. I heard there's still minor things they gotta mess with it, and because apparently from I mean it's only a it's only a multiplayer co-op type game, and uh, you're not always it, it's rare from, from what I hear that you're Jason for the most part, and you gotta do some craziness to try to kill him and all that stuff. But all of you guys, it's like four or five guys running away from from Jason. So apparently, you all gotta do some some certain shit in order to get to the sequence to where you finally kill the bastard. Um, but, but it looks cool, man. And, and the thing is, uh, with, uh, my, and what I would love is there's something that came out years ago. I don't know if you heard of it or you've seen videos of it. It was like a mortal Kombat style, but with, uh, with all the horror characters, they had like Candyman, Leatherface, Jason right, and all this right, stuff. Right, it was right. called, was called terror drone you ever heard of that i know the concept but that was a real thing that was a game it was a computer game that that fans that a fan oh, like created it. but it became mad popular it was literally mortal Kombat like it was like that fighter game but it had chucky and michael myers and jason and and like maniac cop and all sorts of all these freaking crazy characters and stuff now my thing is mortal Kombat lately throughout the years has been doing stuff like that. Like they got the rights to like the Freddy Krueger character and the Jason character Predator. and Alien and Texas Chainsaw Massacre, all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, Predator. All, all you need to do is get the rights to a couple of other likeness and you could create a whole fucking game out of this shit. Mm-hmm. So it, I would love for that to happen in the future, but I'm, I'm sure it takes a lot of fucking, you know, you know, shit to go through to order yeah, to do yeah, something yeah. like that. But yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm a horror fanatic. You've known you've known that as long as you've known me. So uh, you know, with all the new horror coming out, I'm I'm pretty excited. But I'm ex- I'm very very excited about Infinity War. I can't wait for that shit. Yeah, man, that shit is um, nice, man. It looks crazy. It definitely looks crazy. But I don't know why Disney is being so secretive about the shit. If you if you're yeah, someone showing you know a trailer at a fucking yeah, Comic Con, you know someone's gonna leak that shit. Annoying. Just let the anticipation build. Yeah, yeah. One thing I, I would love to see, I can't wait for Deadpool Part 2. I'll tell you yes. that much. 
Yes. Josh, Bro- Josh Brolin is in that shit, too. He's going to be Cable. So Cable, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm not... I mean, I've read a bunch of, like, Deadpool comics since the movie came out because I became a freaking fan after that. But uh, what did the whole... What did Colossus have to do with that first fucking movie? Apparently, they tried to recruit him. I don't think he has anything to do. I know. I know that um, in the comic books, he has fought alongside Wolverine, et cetera, et cetera. He's like from that because Marvel kind. You know, at one point, at a certain point, all the worlds kind of intertwine. Like you'll see X Men with Spider Man and Avengers and X shit like that. But Deadpool is more of that X Men type of universe. So they yeah, have tried yeah. to recruit him. That is a fact. And I guess they kind of tied that in, you know, to then lead the whole cable thing and and things like that. And they and uh, Ryan Reynolds does want to do a Deadpool Wolverine movie, which would be sick. Um, oh yeah, but, yeah, because Lo- Logan was badass. Fire, fire movie. Yeah, 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 fire movie. And so yeah, that that he he's more of like the the X Men side of Marvel rather than the Avengers side of marvel and spider-man is kind of in between those two because he, he he's in both you know it's, it's a weird marvel thing but you know in civil war you see all of them for the most part i mean in the comic books at least you see all of them yeah. for the most part you know the whole marvel universe so oh civil war has like a million comics bro it like like the the point of view of of the x-men the point of view of this one and this one and this one and this one like i read the first main like seven or eight books like the gist of the story mm-hmm. like like when spider-man had to take his mask off during a a news press conference with tony stark next to him right. and, and did you see spider-man and, the homecoming Ugh. No, I haven't been able right, to go. You gotta see. I saw like the first like half an hour of it right, on, right. on my Cody app yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. but you but it's it a out. fucking horrible copy, so I rather I want to see it in the theater. You know, <clears throat> is there anything noteworthy that that I would go nuts for that that the you whole know, movie. or the all oh, the whole movie? <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. it's just fire okay. from beginning to end, and um, they tie everything. I heard Michael, I heard Michael Keaton did a good job. He's the best part of the movie. He's a beast. He's the he's one of the worst he's one of the worst Marvel villains they've had because he was just such a bastard in the movie. He was great. It was good, man. It was really good. And to think that was Batman. Yeah. <laughs> and to think, and not that for really nothing, was he, he, he was he was one of the better Batmans. He really opinion. was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did he do? Two of them? I think the first he two. Did part, he did the first two that Tim Burton yeah, threw out yeah. there. He was the first. He played the first two. Then after him, it was Val Kilmer. He did one of them. Then after him, it was George Clooney. Oof. Yeah. And then after Val George Kilmer Clooney, was it was the Christian Bell era. Um, even though the best voice for Batman, I feel, was the the guy that did the the voice for the animated series on Channel Five. Oh yeah, by far, yeah, yeah. Uh, that guy's voice is just on point. Yeah, Christian Bale sounding like Darth Vader and all these. I'm like, eh. He was so whack as Batman, bro. He was so I mean, whack. Not for nothing. Everybody was shitting on Ben Affleck before the movie came out. Ben Affleck, I feel, did a good fucking job. To be honest with you, yeah, he did. He did a good job, and that's that. He said it's so stressful. He don't feel like doing it no more. <laughs> but um, and and. That animated series was some dope shit, man. You had Luke Skywalker as Joker, and he did a freaking crazy job doing that voice. Yeah, but, uh, he was the greatest. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go to sleep before I think of something else to pop out. Um, 
So <laughs> that was uh, a, a very mixed podcast, but it was predominantly uh, UFC related. Um, so once again, that was UFC 214 preview show, along with some WWE, along with some NBA, along with some comics and movies and all sorts of other uh, pop culture. That's what we do. We go on a tangent, we think of something else, and we run with it. That's why these podcasts are so fucking great. Can't complain. We got some extra shit. So uh, <laughs> for, uh, for, for Izzy, it, 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 this is Jay. Um, uh, I'm not sure. Probably within the next week or so, uh, uh, the next episode of, of, of the of the Jay's Weekend Wrestling Podcast will, will come around. Um, SummerSlam is close by. NXT TakeOver Brooklyn Part 3 is close by. Um, and if, and if Izzy, uh, if you want, we could jump on within the next couple of days and, 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 and talk about recap what happened. Thing. We could recap UFC 214, yeah, yeah. Do, do another one, a uh, quick turnaround if you want. And, uh, we'll talk about UFC 214 and, 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 and the results and all that other craziness. No doubt. Um, so yeah. So once again, Iz, if, uh, you got anything else, if not, we, we out of here, man. No doubt, man. Peace. All right. Take care, everybody. Peace.